Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Don't just ride the index. Seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. Hey folks, it's Lyle. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to talk to you guys about a new thing I'm doing where you can help support my lizard endeavors by becoming a premium member of this podcast over at therapygecko.supercast.com. Premium members or geck legends as I call them, will be able to get every new and existing episode of Therapy Gecko completely ad-free. You'll also get a bonus podcast episode once a month, a bonus live show episode once a month from all of the live shows I've been doing around the world, a members-only live stream once a month. Plus, you'll also support my ability to continue, hopefully, doing this podcast for a long time, doing it around the world, and also supporting my ability to occasionally go eat a slice of pizza. Go to therapygecko.supercast.com or find the link in the episode description to become a Geck legend today. All right, let's get into the episode. Hello? Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm really good. How are you, Lyle? Um, I'm doing better now that I am uh, awake and alert. Uh, okay. yeah, I don't know if that made sure. any fucking sense, but what are you doing? It does. I'm putting together an Ikea table. I'm hanging out with my cat. He's turning 19 in a few weeks. Your cat's so. turning 19? How old do cats live, too? That's a depressing question to ask, but I'm curious. So I adopted him when he was 17. I read that. They become senior when they're 12. The average, like, expected, I guess, like, lifespan is 15. But he's just chugging along. Mm, okay. Um, what, yeah. what, uh, you are, right, so you got a cat that's old. Um, have you, have you had the cat for 19 years? Or did you, like, find him when he was 15 or something? No. No, so I um, I only adopted him about a year ago. Um, my aunt was fostering him. Her one of her best friends um, runs like a foster, you know, organization for cats. Yeah. And this family abandoned the cat. They gave like a bunch of weird reasons, but the including like, oh, well, it's our, like our daughter's cat, and she got into drugs or something. And then they also said that their other cat had just died, and they didn't want to go through it again. Um, but then I was reading his vet records, and they were, like, super rich and, like, taking him for, like, cat acupuncture and chiropractic adjustments um, and feeding him this, like, raw organic turkey stuff. I don't know. It was The whole situation was pretty weird, but overall they just abandoned him. And then I met him because my aunt was fostering him, and I was like, oh, my God, I need this. Wait a minute. Cat. Wait a minute. So, so they – so they – so they – here's what I'm curious about is they – Gave the cat up for adoption to a foster cat place. Yeah, and so oh, okay. So the, that's not. I yeah, I wouldn't, and I don't. I feel like that's not a bad. When you say abandon the cat, I'm, I thought like they put him in the dumpster or something. But like, if you're like, I agree. Yeah, that that I agree. That makes sense. But also, there's like, there's so many animals that need homes. It's like you can't take care of your own cat for like a couple more years. But I, I don't know. I would. To, I, well, uh, can I? And I don't know. I don't know anything about dogs. But um, it wouldn't it if the family knows that they can't take good care of the cat. Wouldn't it be better for them to give up the cat to somebody who can do it competently? Yes, but the family was 
rich, and they just didn't want to watch the cat pass away. Ooh, oh, uh, you know what? Like That's admitted- that is kind of that makes a lot of sense to um yeah they they getting all the good parts in and then when it's time for the cat to die they're like let somebody else do the sad stuff right wait here he is he's gonna say hello give him meow sammy he's miss he's sniffing my phone you'll hear him meow in a minute but yeah so he's he's a little sick right now but he's like my my love and joy he looks like a four-year-old cat and i'm i'm only 22 so he's like we're only four years apart because um, I'm about to turn 23. And so he came to oh, college shit. with me. And so he was like a little celebrity. We were calling him freshman boy living with the senior girls. Give That's kind of funny that you guys, I didn't, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, you guys are pretty close in age. I'm sure you have a lot. Yeah. You, you know, if he, if he weren't a cat, you'd probably have a lot in common. Yeah, right? It'd be a little um, sketchy. He'd be like a little barely legal, but it'd be fine. Um... So okay, so they they pawn they pawn the depressing stuff off to you. Look and, and look, you know, say what you will about it, but that I mean, that's kind of a smart move on their part. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Because the only because the main I mean the, the main con of having uh you know an adorable animal friend is that uh it will inevitably die a slow painful death, leaving you. Um, with tears and grief. People, what if people did that with their family members? I guess they kind of do. Like that's when, yeah, it's what's hospices. You know. I guess I think hospice is like a more humane thing. I feel like it's like nursing homes where it's like, like. And I worked as an EMT for a while, and like, there's so many. And I mean, like, of course, a lot of people are in situations where they have to like give their family members like to a home. Um, but like, you know, like there's a lot of people who will like keep their elderly family members alive for a very long time, um, who could easily just like go into hospice and like pass like a dignified, peaceful death. But instead they want to keep like 90 year old Papa on like a ventilator and dialysis. Okay. Wait a minute. Here's, you know? Okay. Now you're, here's the thing. You're flipping on me here because you you were anti- the rich people taking care of the cat, and they didn't. You, you were an, you were anti the rich people take, <laughs> taking giving the cat away, but you're like with a person you should give them away to the hospice and not take care of them. So you have op- opposing viewpoints for how to you know properly deal with an old cat versus an old guy. See. I feel like I don't think my points are completely opposing because what I'd say is like, I mean, with this cat, like I'm taking care of him, but like, I'm not going to put him through like hell with medical treatments and everything and like chemo and shit. Like I'd never do that to him. Right. Like I just let him like ride it out and everything. But like, since I care about him, like I'm going to, I'm going to watch him get sick and I'm going to watch be there for him and take care of him because he's my loved one and everything. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, and like, but like for a human, like I think that like you should you should take care of your loved ones and everything, yeah. and you should let them like pass like a dignified, peaceful death. But there's people who like will pawn them off, but still make their family members go through a bunch of shit. But I guess it's different. I guess they're different things. I think I I, I did go on a tangent with the old people stuff. Well, no, it's okay. I, those the the rich people who gave you the cat to watch suffer to watch suffer, they would call you a sucker. But I don't think that's true. I think there is dignity in uh, watching a cat die that somebody else raised. Here's what I was thinking. <laughs> Here's what I was thinking: is yeah, have yeah. you ever seen Have you ever seen Garfield Two: A Tale of Two Kitties? No, should I? Well, I I well I haven't either, but I've seen the poster for it, and the poster. <laughs> Seems to imply that I think the plot of that movie is – I think the plot of that movie is similar. Again, I haven't seen it, but I think it's similar to your exact situation because it's about like a rich aristocratic – aristocat cat who like trades places with Garfield who's like, uh, you know, I guess a a, a sort of middle – lives a middle class existence. Um and the and the rich cat now has to deal with um you know eating tuna out of a can where he was 
you know, before I prepared these elegant meals and whatnot. And this kind of remi- this reminds me a little bit of like the rich. This was like a rich pampered cat, and now he's like living in a college dorm, you know, eating ramen with the rest of us. <laughs> I kept him. I did keep him on his bougie food. I spoiled oh, you did. out of this cat. Oh, you did. Yeah. What, what, oh, yeah. How do you? I what kind of bougie food is he eating? What kind of bougie so food is he eating? So it's called Aunt Jenny's. It cost me twenty a week. It's fine. It's like really not the end of the world. Um, and it's got. It's made. I literally am looking in my fridge right now. It's raw organic turkey with like alfalfa sprouts and papayas and almond meal and stuff. Holy shit! And I also the old family also like had kept him only in one bedroom because. They would also sedate him because he, like, they declawed him, right? So they pulled his claws uh, out, which okay. is unethical, right? I went through his whole vet record. Um, and they would sedate him in the morning because he nibbles on your face to wake you up, and they didn't like that. Um, but I get this cat all the toys. He has the run of the house. He was a college celebrity. He had an 18th birthday party. We had a little 18th birthday rager. Um, and, yeah, I still give him his organic food. So he, Sammy is living it up. I have a question. You said it's unethical to declaw a cat. Do you think, and a genuine question, do you think it's unethical to neuter a dog? Um, do I think it's unethical to neuter a dog? Um, I haven't even, like, I guess mentally gone down that rabbit hole, but I don't, maybe it's not a rabbit hole, I guess. It's, like, an important thing. It would be, like, a dog Um, hole more, so. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I feel like it's not because there's so many, like, dogs who, like, like, the whole purpose of, like, neutering dogs is so that, like, they don't continue to, like, reproduce because there's so many already, like, stray dogs. Um, whereas, like, neutering a cat is, like, I mean, not neutering, declawing a cat is, like, taking off, like, our fingernails. Hmm. Like, I'm so, I'm so, I feel like this whole call, I've been arguing with you. I don't mean to do that. Um, no, that's okay. I love this. Okay, good. Okay, good. I'm glad you enjoy this. I, because, I, because, I love you. I'm just thrilled to be talking to you. I'm thrilled to be talking to you, too. I hope you don't think I'm being combative. But I am I am very curious because here's the thing. And I know you say it's – because you say it's unethical to uh, declaw a cat, but it's fine to neuter a dog. If somebody – if I had the choice between getting my fingernails clipped off or my penis cut off, I would choose – the fingernails. But it's not that they're... Here's the thing, though. It's not your penis cut off. It's, like, getting... What's it called? What's um, A vasectomy. It's a vasectomy. And, like, a vasectomy is, like, not that bad, right? Like, you can get that shit reversed. I don't know if dogs can get it reversed. But apparently, like, you just need, like, a bag of frozen peas on your balls for, like, the rest of the day. Whereas, you, uh, like, you can Wait, you can... Peas, can, you, you can, can you reverse neuter a dog? I'm gonna Google that. I'm probably gonna I, be put on some kind of fucking... Okay weird list of weird dog guys. Are there guys. any vets in the chat? Right? Can you de-neuter how do you spell neuter? A dog. N-E-U-R-T-E-R? I don't know. Um, no, it wouldn't is, be R-T-E-R. It'd just be T-E-R. Um, okay, I'm seeing... Okay, I'm, I'm, can you neuter a Can you de-neuter a dog? Can you unneuter a dog? Male dogs cannot be unneutered. Neutering involves removing the reproductive organs entirely, and it is irreversible. <gasps> However, so know. yeah, so it's irreversible. However, a vasectomy, a vasectomy leaves the testes intact, so the body still has normal. Yeah, apparently they 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 um. By the way, don't I wouldn't I wouldn't um. I wouldn't be hard on yourself for not knowing that much about neutering a dog because it would be right. It would be strange if you knew a lot about neutering dogs. So unless I was a vet, but I'm unless just, you were a vet, like a human person. Um, now, now, okay, now, the, here's what I, the the claws can the claws grow back? No, no, they're permanently removed. That doesn't make so sense. It, it they, it's not like fingernails; they can't just move but grow back. No, it's like they pull them off, like, like I personally imagine it like they pull them out like with pliers, like in the, the, you know, like the scary movies where they're torturing people, like they and it leaves cats apparently with like long term psychological issues. Uh, yeah, here we go. Too, so like, if your cat goes stray, 
Like they can't defend themselves. They're just kind of screwed. But it's it's literally only so they don't scratch up your furniture. Um, the Humane Society says declawing can cause paw pain, back pain, infection, and lameness. That's weird. That just says lameness. Removing Maybe claws. Improperly removed claw. Apparently, improperly removed claws can regrow. Interesting. I don't know what that means. Right. I don't know if that what that means exactly though. But um, maybe if they didn't like take the whole thing out. Hmm. Okay. Well, either way, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad as human beings that um, you know, we don't have to worry about getting neutered or declawed. Yeah. At least not in this day and age. At least not in this day and age, and you know, in a uh, fucking. We 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 that's a, that's a privilege we have, as people in America. I agree. Is that we don't have to get, um, you know, declawed. Our God-given right as Americans. Um. Well, let's see. We talked for about fifteen minutes about um your cat. I want to before we go. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? I know that we kind of just talked about. I wasn't expecting to talk to you about. Uh, dog neutering, but, you know, I'm glad we did. Um, is there anything else that you <laughs> wanted to kind of talk about? I, I wanted to give you the opportunity for that if, if something was floating around in your brain. Oh, thank you. Um, I don't have, like, anything particularly, like, like, weighing on me right now that I need to talk about. I figured out, if you have any questions for, like, an EMT or ski patroller, I can answer those. If you ever you're have questions about you're a, you're about a ski that. patroller. Yeah. Have you seen a lot of, like, fucked up things? Yeah. Not too much. I've seen more fucked up things as an EMT. Not as much as a ski patroller. But I have. I've been doing... This is actually... I just finished my seventh year. I just volunteer. I do 20 Whoa. days a year. Wait, you finished your... Well, how old change? are you? Can I, ask you? can I ask you how old you are? Yeah, that's fine. I'm turning 23 in May, but I started when I was 16. You can actually start when you're 15 as a ski patroller, but you're not allowed to have patience on your own until you're 16. Dude, you, you're telling me I could be fuck. You're telling me I could get fucking decapitated, and they would send a sixteen-year-old. I swear to God, I had a guy. I had literally, I was literally like seventeen, and I had a sixteen-year-old who was like unconscious with a head injury, and like, <laughs> it's like you y'all trust me with this stuff. Holy shit! But a lot shit. of the protocols for like EMS aren't like too hard, you know. Like to become an EMT, it's like really like it's like a three-month full-time class. So yeah. wait, so there was so there was a sixteen year old kid with like head trauma, and you were seventeen, and they sent you. Yes. Holy shit! Did they just send you? Like you were alone? I was the first one there, and then I called. You know, I mean, so what the way it goes at my mountain, at least, is they send one person to check and see like what we need, um, and to like keep the person stable or do CPR or whatever you need at that moment. And then they call on the radio for some more people or just one other. You Most calls, you only need two people um, because you need two people on the sled most of the time. Um, but I, of course, called for way more people. Dude, if um, I were 16 and they moment. sent me to like if that were, if I were 16 and they sent me to like talk to uh, like a kid who had head trauma, I would be like, we need an adult. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was it was really interesting, but it was I think the con- like. Being trusted with that and, like, training for that at such a young age, like, instilled me with a lot of confidence that I've, like, carried on to have today. And it's one of the best things I've ever done for myself. I love it. There's people who, like, started doing it when they were, like, 16, 18. We have one guy on our team who's, like, 85. And he's, like, not skiing anymore, but he's still, like, helping run the clinic. It's insane. Mm. People just do it forever. Mm. Um... But I love it. Yeah. It's weird being trusted with that at a young age. Yeah, that is, that would be. I would be. Um, I'd probably have a fucking heart attack, and they'd have to send th- three other folks. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody in the chat yeah, just said, "Would also- you rather the seventeen-year-old come or the eighty-five-year-old?" I'd pr- I'd probably rather the eighty-five-year-old. I don't know. It depends on which eighty-five-year-old. Like so? we have. Some of the guys on our team who are older, like, I would trust with, like, delivering my child. And they are not even, like, doctors or anything. I would just let them. 
because I'm like, I trust you. It just mm. depends on the person, I guess. Mm. Um, but like, here's the thing, like there's the medical care and then there's getting down the mountain in the sled. Which quads uh, do you trust more? Yeah, I guess that's if, if, if we're talking about like physically needing to transfer, <laughs> transfer you down a place or up a place, um, you know. That that would make sense. Now, why? Tell me, why has it been um, uh, such a great experience for you? It's like I, I guess you said it gave you it gave you the confidence to like deal with crazy shit. Yeah, yeah, and um, I've met some amazing people. It helped me. It helped me a lot through nursing school. Um, having that background, um, and I just accepted my first nursing job. I'm going to be in a pediatric ICU, and I'm kind of like, like you know, just. I'm kind of like, all right, well, if I could do that as a 16-year-old, I could figure anything else out, you know? You're going to be in a pediatric ICU. Yeah. Are It'll you... be a nurse residency, though. Are you... So, like, um... I have extra training. I, I, I... Hmm. Are do you, you going to see some, like, really kind of fucked up shit? Yeah. I mean, like, you are... I kind of, like, just already kind of have in my career... And, like, my perspective on it is, like, our, like, like, fucked up shit happens, regardless. Sure. All yeah, the time. Yeah. I can't watch Law & Order SVU. That shit makes me cry. But, like, being able to help in those moments, like, just, it doesn't bother me as much because I'm able to be in control of the situation and do something about it. Mm, I like that. I, so, so, so you can't watch Law & Order SVU because it's, like, even though it's fake, you're, like, Oh, I'm just a passive observer of these these horrors. But at least, you know, in the ICU, you're like, oh, this is really fucked up, but it, I can do something about it. Exactly. Yeah, like, uh. I can't stand and watch a code. I have to be doing something or, like, tears will fall down my face. Like, it's already mm. happened. Like, I can't... When I was a nursing student, like, and I had to watch a code once, I was like, I can't watch this. Like, I started crying. But, like, if I've run codes by myself, you know, since I was 18 and like, it's been fine, you know? What is, what is code? Um, a code on the ambulance, it usually means like CPR in progress. Um, cause I did ski patrol and ambulance while I was in nursing school. Mm -hmm. Um, but in the hospital, it could be like a stroke code. Um, it could be, you know, just like, it depends kind of like where you are, like what terminology um, it could be that someone's like bleeding out and about to, you know, like go into cardiac arrest. But code usually means cardiac arrest, in my experience uh, so far, okay. at least. Hmm. Okay. Well, you know, I like this perspective because yeah, you're you're very brave to do that because, like, you know, I mean, it's true. Fucked up shit happens, and I've all I've always thought about like, you know, the people who like show up at the scenes of like, you know crazy crazy things and like uh how that must affect them you know but the way that you the way that you talk about it where you're like i'm not as scared of it because i know what to do and i can actually like go in and help as opposed to just being a like you like you were talking about kind of a passive observer of 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 these uh these codes you know i i i like that i'm glad i'm glad that folks like you exist so that you know when i get a paper cut um, someone, someone's brave enough to help me out and not, um, you know, too grossed out. Thank you, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's also just exciting. I mean, like, a lot of people who do it just enjoy it a lot. It's interesting. It's fun. A lot of people like the pride that comes out of it, and I do too. But, yeah, it's nice being able to do something. You just have to study outside of work a lot and lean on your training. Well, um... This was a pleasure talking to you about uh, dog penises and um, uh, being an EMT. Um, Thank what you. Is your, what is your name again? It's a pleasure talking to you, too. Um, it's Michaela. Michaela. I'll give you my real name today. Oh, I was, oh you could have given me a fake name. I mean, if you don't want to use your name, I can, I can cut it out. But, I mean, Has also, anyone there's... heard this? The combination of the 19-year-old cat and the ski patroller and nursing, they'd be like, oh, that's Michaela, so it's fine. Right. I'm coming to your show in New York, so I'll see you there. Oh shit! Um, yeah. I'm, that'll be that'll be awesome. Great, great, great. Yeah. I'm, oh, I'm excited. excited. See, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, um, and I'm gonna try to hold myself to it. 
uh, and I, I fuck. I don't know if I talked about this in a podcast already, but whatever. People, uh, as I've been on the tour, people have been coming up to me and being like, um, "Oh, we talked on the phone before. Do you remember me?" And actually, half the time I do. Like, I met, um, I met the girl who drank somebody's blood. I met the guy whose sister was addicted to VR video games. I met this dude who, um, he and I both licked an Xbox controller over the phone together. Like, I've been, I've been meeting folks, and half the time I don't remember, but half the time I do. Um, so if you, if you're like, hey, we talked about neutering dogs and being an EMT, I am pretty sure I'll remember. So if, jog, say that this was you. I won't remember your name. But I will remember what we talked about. That is totally fine. I am thrilled. I'm excited. Thank you so much for giving me the time and everything. And I'm oh, thank very you, for man. the show. Thank you for saving um, all the ski, ch- all the children. All- thank you for saving the mountain children. They are our future. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. Have, Have an awesome night, night Lyle. You too. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. God, I want to... I would love a Save the Mountain Children t-shirt. How do I get one of those? Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you. And you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting BetterHelp.com Gecko today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low-sugar sodas, and low-sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8 Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com gecko. Liquiddeath.com gecko. Uh, hey, Adrian, how you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. What's uh, what's what's your life like? Is this the Gek? This is the Gek. That's so crazy. Oh, my life's fine <laughs> right now. Um, um, I, it's it's been a lot of ups and downs. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> That's okay. Um, what? Tell me about the ups and downs if you want to. Okay, uh, I might get emotional. <laughs> um, I just, okay. um, I got broken up with, like, on Monday. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Um, what, what was the cause of this breakup? Um, <clears throat> I honestly don't know. Um, she just said, uh, um, I don't think we should be together, and I'm sorry. Hmm, <laughs> hmm. Um, okay, how long were you dating her for? Like five months. Okay. What, uh, okay, well, you said there were ups. What were the ups? Um, so, like, right before that, I had gone through a a breakup, and, well, I had met her, so that was the up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
I just been uh, trying to grow more responsibly as an adult. <laughs> Uh yeah, I feel that. Uh, I think I think we're all kind of trying to do that. Um, how are you? How old are you? If you don't mind me asking, I'm 28. Okay, so you say you're trying to grow more responsibly as a adult, as an adult. What in what way are you trying to do that? Um, um, I guess just not um victimize myself and um not re- rely on anybody for anything. And uh, hmm. show show up to work when I need to. <laughs> That's it. Hmm. Well, why do you feel like you're you're not uh, showing up to work when you need to? Oh, because I don't. Because I don't have a car right now. So I sh- I well, like I was showing up like an hour late to work like every day for like a few months, and uh, now I'm just taking the bus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I get there on time. Okay. What What do you do? I kind of do like a, like woodwork. You do woodwork. Yeah. What uh, what kind of wood are we talking about? Uh, it's like all kinds of woods. Um, <clears throat> we just make like luxury doors. <laughs> you make you make. Uh, who's out here buying luxury doors? Honestly, I don't know people in San Francisco a lot. But it's like from mm. everywhere. They're all custom. It's crazy. They're expensive. Is that something you would ever buy a luxury door? I feel like if I have if I have the extra money to apply luxury to an item in my life, I would pick something other than a door. <laughs> They're pretty cool doors. They open like accordions. It's uh, it's kind of nice. <laughs> um. Okay, so what are the what are the ups aside from just meeting her? Besides meeting her, um, well, I got over my my ex before that, and that I didn't think okay. I was ever going to do that. <laughs> was then, um was get was was meeting her kind of like a big catalyst for getting over your ex beforehand? Yeah, honestly, I didn't really notice how much it was until honestly, kind of recently, until she broke up with me. Um, why do why did you feel like you would never get over your ex? Cause uh, I, I don't know. I think I, I loved her a lot. Um, it was probably just like the most serious relationship I've ever been in. Uh, mm-hmm. We just spent like almost every day together. Why Why did you guys break up? Oh, uh, uh, um. So I cheated. I I, I cheated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what was it that made you cheat or, you know, what was kind of going through your mind, uh, when you were doing that? Uh, all right. It's, it's like a long story. So like, I don't know. I was just like, honestly, a piece of shit at first. Like I just didn't care at all about like about the relationship. And then, uh, I don't know. Um, so like I, I had cheated on her at some point and then I told her mm-hmm. and then we broke up we took a break, and in that break, she she met some other people and hooked up. Mm-hmm. And I guess so. We got back together, and uh, we, like we like we hooked up the the day we got back together, and then the mm-hmm. next day she told me she hooked up with other people, and so we had like a big fight. But we got back together, and so like okay. I was just I was just mad for like. Like a solid year and a half about it like I, I don't know I guess I just wanted to cheat on her back and I did it so wait so so you cheated on her first or she you guys took a I break on her first. okay all right so you cheated on her first and then you guys took a break and then she hooked up with other people during the break and that made you upset and so you wanted to kind of hook up with other people again yeah basically Okay. Um, so, and how long ago was all this? Oh, man. It was like the beginning of last year. Okay. And in your, um, like, lamenting, you said, you said that this was kind of a thing you thought you would never get over. And in the, in the dwelling of it, uh, you know, what were you... Did you come to any, like, 
realizations? Did you come to any um, thoughts or feelings in in a, in, a, in a retrospective about that situation? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, well, I just feel like I should have. Well, I was just thinking wrong the whole time, <clears throat> beginning part of the relationship, and I just wish I knew the things I know now, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Tell me what you know now. Um, I don't know. I guess if someone's putting that much time in, they really do love you, and I don't think they want to ruin that on purpose. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Just to show more affection and care, because I was really, I was kind of mean. I was a mean boyfriend, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, why do why do you feel like you were mean? Well, um, I have like this thing. I don't know. I just don't like to be touched a lot, and so like I wouldn't let my ex touch me a lot. Like when we cuddle, like hell yeah, you know. But like I don't know, we'd be smoking, and she'd start touching me. I'd be like, I want to be touched right now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that, like the little things, you know, like saying mm-hmm. "um, I love you" or sh- shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Um. All right. So this ended, and then you kind of had this realization that um, I don't know. You had like a, a kind of reorganization of your character, and then you yeah. decided. How long ago did you, um, how, how long was it between the end of that one and the beginning of a new one? The one that you, the girl that you just broke up with. All right. So we, me and my first ex, uh, we stopped talking in September before her birthday because I had asked her, because, like, we were still talking for, like, months after we broke up. Like, probably, like, nine months, I think. And then, um, we are just talking, like, I don't know, like, I, I've, I've probably seen her maybe, like, like a, like, a big handful of times. And then towards the end, like, we weren't really seeing each other at all, but just texting, like, every day. Yeah. And then at the end, like, she wasn't really texting me that much, and asked her if, if she still wanted to keep talking to me or she wanted to keep trying to fix this. And uh, she just told me she, that she had hooked up with people. And I just, uh, I just uh, stopped completely replying to everything. Wait, so she, so she told you she was hooking up. So did, was she cheating on you? Well, we weren't really together. Oh, we were okay. Just talking. Uh, okay. Wait, so you were taught you were you said you were with this most recent girl for five months though, so you weren't really together with her. Well, I'm confused. Sorry, I'm I'm a little confused too. Uh, but maybe I wasn't listening hard enough. But um, hmm. um, hmm. all right. So me and my first girlfriend, we broke up, and we we're yes. talking for like a solid nine months, and then uh. She told me that she had hooked up with people. And so I just pretty much ghosted her after that. And uh, I pretty much met my the new girlfriend like a few days later. Yeah, see. Up. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so after you kind of had this like... So, you know, you had this uh, relationship with this uh, first girl... Um, that you don't look back on too fondly, but then instead of like, uh, taking at least a little bit of time to process that you went straight into a new relationship. <laughs> yeah, I did. Why do you, well, why do you feel like you did that? Uh, well, cause I was like lonely for those months. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> and, uh, well, I, I just wasn't hanging out with anybody for those months. I was just talking to my ex and, uh. I really wanted do you do you have friends no honestly like I do but like I see my friends rarely <clears throat> mm-hmm. um hmm. Hmm. um well look I, I mean I'll, I'll I'll I have a few thoughts you know I mean 
You know, look, man, I feel like uh, you might benefit from a little bit of time just to yourself to, like, uh, you know, work on yourself and work on uh, uh, this loneliness. Because I, I found that, like, you know, if you if you're unhappy and lonely when you don't have a relationship, uh, a relationship's not really going to fix that. You know, those are kind of like... At least in my experience, you know, I've had lots of times uh, like that where I was I was really lonely and, um, you know, sort of felt like a, a relationship was the thing that was going to, you know, make make my life so much better. Um, and I think the pursuit of that and the obsession over that, um, you know, it, it didn't do me any favors. Um, and I feel like if if you were to redirect the the energy that you're spending really you know trying so hard to not be alone to like mm-hmm. go into your own brain and figure out why you're doing whatever it is you're doing and uh you know figure out more about you as a person alone not attached to anyone um you know and however long that takes man whether it's you know, uh, uh, one year or five years or whatever. Um, you know, I think I think you'll come back. Uh, you know, a different person, a little bit better equipped to to be in a relationship, and you know, uh, not kind of be in this relationship because it's because it's 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 externally satisfying you're trying to satisfy some internal desire with something external you know yeah does that make sense it does i've been thinking about that a lot lately (laughs) okay do you think what tell me what you tell me what conclusion you've come to about that about uh about what exactly sorry (laughs) well you said you've been thinking about it a lot what do you what conclusions have you come to or thoughts have you been having um Oh, yeah, I just want to find out kind of who I am again. I haven't been single for, like, five years, maybe, or more. You haven't been single for five years? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I guess so. I don't even remember the stuff I like to do. I like to play guitar a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, what's your name again? Adrian. Adrian. Well, Adrian, listen, um... Fucking take care of yourself, man. Do, um... If you haven't been single for five years, I feel like you have, uh, 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 some, some interest, some, an interesting opportunity to dive into your own brain and maybe you'll emerge a little bit better. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Uh, love each other. (laughs) I don't know. Thank you very much for calling, Adrian. All right. Thanks, Lyle. Bye. Take care, man. Take care. Hello. This is Ty. How are you doing? I'm doing good, Ty. What's up, man? How you doing? You know, it's going. Um, this is actually the first time I've gotten on here, and I've been calling for a while and listening for a better part of a year. Oh, really? Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Um, whew, here we are. Here we are. Um, yeah, man. Whew, Ty, I like that name. That's a cool name. What, how do you spell it? Uh, T-A-I, the Chinese way, but I, my parents are very white, and so am I. Um, well, Ty, uh, I mean, is there... I'll start with this. It's okay if not. Is there anything in particular that you called in to want to talk about today? Uh... Not really, man. I just uh, wanted to get in a chat with you and just talk about whatever. I don't know if there's a specific prompt this time around, but, um, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. you know, I was actually the one who commented about uh, Sonic Heroes in the chat earlier. Oh, you commented about, yes, somebody commented, have I ever played Sonic Heroes? And I replied by saying that I have. It's a great game. Have you played it? You know, I did. Uh, growing up on the old school Xbox, I played a lot of that in the mm. old Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic game. I don't know if mm. you ever dabbled. 
I'm familiar with it, but I've never really dabbled in it. Pretty good. Got I remember thing. when I I so Sonic Heroes is about uh, it's you you play as teams of three of the Sonic characters, and each uh, each team is comprised of a, of a speed character, a power character, and a flying character. And when I uh, was a kid and I was playing that game, I would imagine like if my friends and I were were in the the Sonic Heroes game and what uh, roles we would play. Um, I was always a bigger kid, so I was the power. Even though I wasn't strong, I was just kind of fat. Uh, and then I'd have a friend who was fast. He'd be the speed guy. And then I guess the we'd pick some kid to be the fly guy, even though it didn't make sense because he couldn't fly. He tried, but it, it didn't work because it's, it's all it's all imaginary. But um, yeah, I like that game. I haven't pl- I haven't played really any of the Sonic games uh, since. Yeah, neither have I, man. And to be honest, I was never a huge fan of Sonic, but I was just thinking about, like, you know, childhood games and stuff that I used to play. And uh, you were talking about Nintendo earlier. And between that, um, I played a lot of the LEGO Star Wars games, too, man. I don't know if you played, like, the OG two trilogies or whatever. Those were sort of fun. Um, Other than that, though, man, I guess I do actually have something that just came up. My best friend is moving across the country next month and i'm really mm. bummed out about it man hmm what where are they moving to he's moving to miami okay and where are you at uh i'm in wisconsin um what are they moving for uh so he just got a job for a really good tech company um he graduated with a computer or he's going to graduate with a computer science degree this spring and yeah, he's really well set up and everything, and it just kind of sucks, you know, because we just got super close, and we listened to a lot of the same music and everything, and I don't know, he's just like the biggest part of my support network, I'd say, and it's just kind of that soon go. Um, hmm. Yeah, tell me about the rest of your support network. Well, um, that's actually another funny story, because my parents, who... I tend to talk to you quite a bit for like life advice and stuff are actually moving out of the country in May as well. Mm. So yeah, they're going. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to, I think the best thing for me to do right now is just make new friends and try to kind of build up a support network that way. But it just kind of sucks because, you know, it was like the last four years of my life I spent with a lot of these people and now we're all kind of going our separate ways. Huh, yeah. Hmm. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that is a good opportunity to make new friends. I'm trying to think what else. Um, That's good. That's good about your parents, though, because, like, I get it when your parents are a big part of your support system and you don't want them to leave, but there's also a part of you that I, th- I think should be really happy for them that they're, like, doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, lots of people's parents just stay... Lots of people's parents have kids and then don't ever do anything else again with their lives. Sometimes a lot of them, you know, do it on purpose because they like it that way. But um, I feel like there's room for you to be, uh, you know, I guess happy for your parents that they're like trying to do shit with their lives. You know, like if my mom, if my mom told me that she was moving out of my hometown to go, uh, you know, live in 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 Taiwan uh, for the rest of her life and, you know, Plea, plea, you know, pledge allegiance to some god that she discovered. I'd be like, all right, well, that's a bummer that I'm not gonna be able to see as often. But do you? You know, we're only alive for like two seconds. Might as well be happy that the people we care about are doing good things with their lives. All right. No, absolutely. Um, I'm really excited for them because they're actually moving to an island in the Caribbean, out of all places. I know it's insane, but I think. The thing that I'm most worried about isn't even for myself necessarily as far as, like, losing them, but for my younger sister because she's still, like, just kind of starting college. She's about to finish her freshman year, and I'll be, like, the closest relative to her. So if something were to happen to her, you know, I'd be, like, most responsible, which is insane to me because, like, I'm only 22, so. What are you you afraid is going to happen to your sister, man? Well... She lives in a pretty big city at the moment. Um, and I don't know. I mean, she's just 
an 18 year old girl living in a city kind of on her own far away from her parents so of course you know it's just kind of the big brother part of me that kind of worries for her i don't know i certainly hope nothing happens to her but something does you know it's on me basically to kind of drop everything just make sure she's all right what is and she's in the same uh city as you are no she she's about um i'd say like 150 miles south Oh, all right. I mean, all right. So she might as well live in Japan. That's like a whole other <laughs> yeah, place more from you. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Um. Well, I mean, if that's commendable that you have uh, that, you know, instinct for her. That's nice. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, look, she's a what was she in college? Yeah, she just started uh, this past fall here. All right. I mean, again, like with this whole, th- I feel like theme of this conversation, like I feel like you should be excited for her. She's, I mean, yeah, it's probably, I mean, it's scary being, you know, f- freshly graduating high school, and moving to a whole different place. But that's part of, I, I, I'm glad she's doing that instead of again, uh, you know, sitting at home and not doing anything or challenging herself in any way. You know. Yeah, that's fair. I completely understand that too. I know, and don't get me wrong, I'm super happy for her. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, if something bad were to happen, it'd be on me. But no, she's a super bright kid, and she'll be all right. I don't fear, fear very much for her at all. I think she's actually going to do uh, pretty great things. I think, I but, think uh, you're a super bright kid. I think you're going to be all right. You know what, Gek? You too, man. I think you're doing all right. I fucking hope, man. Goddamn. Um, what? Uh, what's your name again? I'm Ty. Ty, what do you hope for the future, Ty? What do you what do you want to do for the rest of your existence on the earth? Well, I'm about to finish my degree here and um hopefully once I graduate, I want to move out of Wisconsin because there's nothing here but cows and um angry people. So, I think I'll probably move west and just try to do something in either like radio broadcasting like producing or uh do like podcast production or something like that i really like the idea of kind of audio engineering or um i currently have a job as a camera operator right now as well so i feel like just kind of being behind the scenes on either like a podcast or like um any sort of like internet show or something would probably be ideal for me once what I'm are you, graduating here. What do you uh what do you want a camera operator for? Uh so for the current university I attend, um I film all their athletic events for ESPN plus. And uh yeah, so I mean don't get me wrong, I'm not like a huge sports guy, but it's really good resume builder and I'm just trying to get anything I can at the moment, you know. You sound you sound like a good guy. You sound like you're um I don't know. I don't know how to put this, but uh I'm excited for you. I, I really sound, appreciate that, man. <laughs> you have you have like a you sound grounded. I don't know. I don't know how to say that, but maybe I maybe that's what I mean. No, I got you, man. And no, seriously, thank you. Um I really appreciate it. Huh. Um, are you will are you willing to kill someone for your sister? Uh, that mm, <laughs> uh, you know, it wouldn't be a first option. But if it came down to it, uh, you know, if it was like life or death, then I think you know, I probably right, would. Somebody, I wouldn't be- your your sister is walking. Um, down the streets of this big city and she accidentally bumps into somebody while she's walking. Um, and the person she bu- the person that bumped into her doesn't say sorry. And so she asks you to kill them. Do you do it? Uh, no. But you know what? If uh, the person, like, was just getting a vat of acid on him and, you know, when she brushed that guy's shoulder or whatever and his clothes were made out of acid as, you know, normal people's clothes are, I would, uh, I would probably kill him then because probably just hurt my sister. But, you know, in any case, yeah, I'm seeing a lot of beeps in the chat. So, well, I'm glad that you've <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that you've thought of everything. Um, thank you for calling, Ty. You have a rest of the night. Anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? 
you know what? Uh, I would just say that, you know, watch Therapy Gecko and uh, check out his tour coming up here. Oh, and thanks, uh, yeah, buy some merch in the store. Bye, guys. Take care, man. Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by FunLove.com. Oh, yeah, that's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. FunLove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much, and Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics, such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the cream tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com slash gecko50 for 50% off. Oh. Hello. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm a gecko on the computer, man. Aren't we all? You know something, Gek? Yeah. yeah. Hit me. I feel like... Uh, so, I, I called him before. I had the one-minute call at one point, and I talked to you about uh, me suing my old job. I feel oh, like sure. Yeah. When when I get this money from the settlement, I feel like I'm going to have a lot of people coming up to me, uh, old friends that I haven't spoken to in years, asking me for financial help, you know? And I don't uh-huh. want that because I, I know I'm going to talk about it a little bit. But I don't want these people to come up to me and ask me, hey, can you give me this? Can you get me that? I have plans of what I want to do with the money. Um, okay, so I, you I, are I you sued your can you refer for those who haven't who have no idea what I mean start us from the beginning with no prior knowledge of any of this. All right. So in twenty twenty one I started working for ah. I was making like sixteen fifty an hour. It was amazing. Um getting like almost a thousand dollar paychecks every two weeks. I was super happy with my job, super happy with customers and my managers and everybody. I had to move away from the state that I was living in, and I started working for the company in a different state. Right when I got out here, my manager told me, she said that the guys that work at the store either quit or they're fired. And I didn't know what that meant. Uh, that... But, is the, those are the only two ways to not have a job to to leave the job. Yeah, but it was it was a, pri- a primarily female staff, so it right. was a very small amount of guys in the in the staff, you know. So okay. she said specifically, the guys either quit or, or are fired. Okay. So I was like confused as to like what that meant. Maybe they weren't happy in the job, you know. But I understood in a few months that it's because our boss tended to drop the hours of the guys and boost the hours of the girls so that they could have more time on the floor in the store. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I decided I didn't want to work at that store anymore, and I wanted to transfer. So I put in a transfer request, and my boss wrote me up for being late because I lived like 30 minutes away from the store. Mm. He made it impossible for me to transfer for like six months straight. So I started picking up shifts at other stores around the area. And then eventually when he caught on to that, he called those stores and told them not to let me work. Okay. And I, I was very upset about this because I was like, why aren't you letting me work? You know, this isn't fair. And then when I brought it up to him, he fired me and he told corporate, he lied to corporate. He called corporate and lied to them and said that I was offering customers drugs in the drive-thru to get me fired. After months of me complaining that I wasn't getting enough hours and everything. And I had to have no complaints from anybody at the store. No customers, no managers, no coworkers, you know. It was just him. So now that I'm suing them, my attorney had us set up a specific amount of money that I want. And the money that I said was 80000 I don't know if I'm going to get that exact amount. I'm okay if I get less. If I get more, great. If I get that amount, amazing, you know. But I feel like when that money comes in, people are going to start hitting me up, asking me for money, asking me for help with different things. <laughs> okay, uh, so let me stop you right there. For, so we are severely putting our cart before the horse here. You don't even have this money, and it's not even a guarantee that you will win this case at all. I mean, it's pretty much guaranteed because is a is a company that doesn't want to go to court. So they're more likely, my attorney told me this, that he's worked with a lot of cases against in the past. Okay. He says that they're a company that always wants to settle out of court. If they can do anything to get this case done and over with as quick as possible, they will do it. So, okay. So he says, um, why I have a few questions. Why do you, why do you think your boss was antagonizing you so much for no reason? I honestly don't know. Um, I mean, I've, I've brought, I've tried to like bring it up to my coworkers about it. And they've all said that he's always had something against the guys in the store um, for no reason at all, seemingly. Um, but I, I think the the final straw of the 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 you know me being antagonized at at work is him telling corporate that I was offering customers drugs, and that's because, just a total I mean, you straight, have to go out of your way to get that happen. I mean, that's just a total, complete, straight lie. Yes. Fucking weird, man. You don't have any idea why this guy doesn't like you like like that much enough to lie like that. No, I don't know. I uh, I mean, maybe me being late a couple of times, but that doesn't really. I don't think that's grounds. You know, he's probably was he. I mean, he's probably just a sad guy. Uh, uh, maybe bizarre. Um, I, I don't know. What, what By the way, okay, listen, this, this? what do I think? I think if your friend asks you for $10,000, you say no. Yeah, that's that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> are you really like, I mean, are you are you really that concerned with your friends and family asking you for money? Like what, I mean, what kind of people are in your circle so much that this is like a, a, a very serious, you know, thing that you're nervous about? Um, I mean, I've, I've known a lot of people that I fear would be this way with money. And I've had, I've had people that I've had to like stop talking to mm-hmm. because, um, because they've asked for things that I cannot provide them. You know, people, some people asking me, texting me, Hey, do you have cash app? I'm broke. I need money. This and that. I, I, I don't want to give people money, mm-hmm. you know? I'm just trying to pay bills. Well, you don't have to. And by the way, you don't, I mean, uh, like, yeah, you don't have to give people money if you don't want to give them money, man. And also, uh, you know what? I'm going to challenge you for this, all right? 
Look, hey, look, if somebody is asking, if somebody hears that you got a whatever thing and they start asking you for a bunch of money um, and you thought they were your friends, I want to challenge you. Look at it as a good thing. All right. Because it reveals, you know, about things about the people that you're close with. It reveals yeah. the th- things about the people that you're close with. So, in, in that sense, it, it, it can be a blessing, right? Because you 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 now have more information about the people that you you hold close, and that can yeah. sometimes be positive. For sure, and and you know what, people, my best friend, he's he's told me multiple times. I mean, jokingly, he's told me that, oh, I'm going to leech off of you now, but. Oh, you think I know ha, he's ha, not ha. gonna do it. Yeah, you're like, oh, it might yeah. actually be joking. Yeah, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I don't want him to do that. I've known him for the past seven years. You know, I, I don't think he's that type of person. I, I strongly believe that he's not that type of person. Mm-hmm. But in the back of my mind, there's that fear that he might be serious about that. Here's what you do: if somebody asks you for money, you go, "I earned this money by selling drugs out of." And if you want $80,000, you can go and do the same thing. <laughs> That's some pretty damn good advice, Gick. Hey, listen, Andrew. Um, well, thanks for calling, man. I hope you get all your money, and I hope that you and your friends go have you know fun pinball pool parties with it. Um, is there anything else you want to say to the people at the computer before we go? Well, I hope you have a good day, chat. Um, I have to go take out the trash, but don't let money change you. If you ever get any. <laughs> Take care, man. Take care, Gek. They say uh, money does not change a person. It merely reveals them. Um, but I don't know if that's true, because if you get a really cool car, then maybe you'll be happier. That's how life works. I've learned that that's how I, the, more, the more stuff you can accumulate, the happier you will be. This is proven by many psychologists. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. are true overwhelming power sauce of destiny yes the most legendary sauce has arrived as mcdonald's transforms into the anime world of wickdonald's the greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili wickdonald's sauce to make your 10-piece wick nuggets fries and sprite ultra powerful unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at wickdonald's ba-da-ba-ba-ba go and participate in mcdonald's for a limited time while supplies last